genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, you guys, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we are guestless this week. It's just us. Back to our roots. How do you feel? Good, good. I think it'll be a good week. We have a lot of good stuff to talk about. I think we've already got a really good guest lined up for next week, so I don't mind having a, a week of just us again. Uh, every once in a while, you know, just yeah. sprinkle just us in there. Once yeah, in I think um, I think it allows us to kind of get a little more, a little more downtime. I I dig a little deeper into my notes on weeks like this. Um, I don't know. It's hard schedule scheduling is difficult. I would imagine it would be. Well, we both work. Yeah, a and lot. Gotta have this free time and. And then whoever Sync we have as a guest, exactly, and, exactly. It, it, it can be pretty tough. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's been fun. We've had some good guests so far. I'm excited for the people that are to come. We got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of minutes we'll left to cover. To be. Yeah. We're, we're not even, we're about a third of the way. We're about to be a third of the way through the movie. Oh, that's impressive. Actually, I think we're past the third mark because we're about to hit an hour. Oh, then definitely. So we'll be close to halfway. Woo-hoo. Oh man, it's happening. <laughs> today, today we're talking about minute 51. Minute 51 starts with Harry looking out a window. A very, very long shot of Harry looking out a window. Yes. And it ends with Ron giving McGonagall a well-deserved compliment. Yeah, definitely well-deserved. Um, I'm not exaggerating when I say that this is a long, long, long shot of Harry out the window. It started about 30 seconds into last minute. As it panned around the the dormitory, the the Gryffindor common or the Gryffindor boys dormitory, right? But then it like Harry and, sitting on the floor, and again, like I I pointed out this before, it just makes me think of Fievel. <laughs> I still need you to sing it. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. Then I'll I'll per- I'll keep feigning ignorance as to what you're okay. referring to. Okay, but I'm pretty sure people listening who who have heard of that movie. Who watched it? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I believe his sister is the one singing the other part of the uh, the song. I just imagine Voldemort on the back of uh, Quirrell's head singing the other part. Of, we could uh, we could do this. Song. We could do this duet. <laughs> you singing? I don't know. No, it's not gonna. It's not <laughs> gonna happen. I don't happen. like to sing. No, you don't. I'm not very I know good this about at you. it. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. So so Harry's looking out the window. And uh, he pets Hedwig. He does pet Hedwig. Do you know? I don't think they ever say Hedwig's name in this movie. <gasps> you know, I don't think they do. I'm not sure when the first time we actually hear Hedwig's name is. Such a pretty owl. I know this is Gizmo. Gizmo. Gizmo um, was in most of the the shots where she just had to kind of hang out and be there. Yeah, just kind of standing there. Uh, whereas I think, Ook. Is the one that we see in the flying shot later okay. in the uh, in the courtyard of the school in the snow. Okay. And um, there's one other that I forgot the name of, but it's in my notes. We've talked about them in the past. 
This is Gizmo hanging out with uh, with Harry. It's got to be really cold, right? He's got the windows opened, right? And it's the end. It's the middle of it's it's early September. It's nighttime. And it's night. And it's Scotland. Yeah. And he's barefoot. Harry has big feet. He does have quite large feet for an eleven year old. He, he does. Uh, either way, it's got to be cold. Why I is would, he? I would think it'd be really cold. I can't imagine that those pajamas are very. No, no, they they, they, they don't look like flannel Where did he get, or anything. Did he go buy? So when they bought his robes and stuff, did he 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 bought like actual clothes, right? Because you would have had. To. He's not wearing Dudley's clothes anymore. Yeah, those are clothes that fit him, and I don't think they issue you pajamas. pajamas. Yeah, unless they're special house pajamas. House pajamas? Nah, these like, these aren't Grif- even Gryffindor pajamas. Gryffindor colors. We don't know. It's dark. Maybe those look- stripes are. Red scarlet and gold. And gold. Oh, ha, scarlet, ha. scarlet and gold. Scarlet I'll never remember. <laughs> I think crimson sounds like a cooler color. It's all essentially the same color. There's differences. There's slight differences. Yeah. So, so the sequence is really long. Um, I don't. What's the the music's kind of twinkling, and he's looking. at This is kind of um. Oh, kitty. <laughs> Harry sort of taking in his new life. Right, he's he's in heavy contemplation. No, he's got this nice little he like oh, smiles he smir- he as does he's smile. looking out the like, window like this, this is good things that's happening for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like this is where I belong or maybe he's this found is where I can belong. Yeah. It's very cute. And then we see the model of Hogwarts. Very pretty. Very pretty. I love the model so much. Like, very early in the morning, you could tell. Yeah. By the lighting. And then uh, Harry and Ron running through... um, Some corridor. Yeah, it's the corridor. This is the corridor outside of the Gryffindor common room that we saw last week when Alex was with us. Yeah. Uh, This is the Gloucester Cathedral Cloisters. Um, And we only see it, I think, for these hallway shots right outside of um, the Gryffindor common room. The passageway that ends with the fat lady statue or portrait right mm-hmm. so they run down the hall because they're late for class and then we cut into mcgonagall's classroom well yeah because we because we already know she's like we've seen this cat before yes yeah, so we saw this tabby cat at the very beginning of the movie um i want to say minute like two three before yeah, she transforms very very early. very very early the first week of the show um this is mcgonagall I wish but they don't know it was McConnell. No, no, they don't. Do you Do think you... the rest of the kids in the yeah, class know? The rest of the kids know because they were no there one on else time. reacts. Yeah. What do you think that McGonagall like saw that their chairs were empty and were like, "I'm gonna mess with them." Maybe I don't think that like she's showing off. Like she introduces the class. Like this is Transfiguration. Like and she turns like... into a cat, and then the kids run in. I don't know. But they're already writing stuff down. Yeah, they're taking notes. Like, she must have done or said something and then turned into a cat. <laughs> Maybe she speaks. She cannot speak as a cat. I'm not going to meow as McGonagall. She's she's not going to meow, meow to meow. them because meow, they're meow, not going to understand. <laughs> she, like, points at the board and says, write this down. Because if she's a, if she's physically a cat, then everything has changed to be a cat, which means she has 
cat, cat vocal, cords. vocal cords and everything else, and they are not in, they're not capable of, of human speech. So, but 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 she's a witch, and I think that magic can transcend all logic. Yes, we already know that's the case. <laughs> yes, in a way, but I I still feel like cat noises only. Okay. Cassandra Fredrickson so, said so. that she feels like McGonagall would be more of a chirpy cat. Oh, that's that's kind of cute. I like chirpy cats. My cats chirp every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, they usually chirp at birds. <laughs> uh, cats chirp at birds because they're tricky. They're trying to trick them. Oh. So it's like, look, I sound like a bird. Like come that's so funny to me, and then so that they can attack them. Huh. So maybe maybe does she attack birds and hunt and whatever? I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know how much like the ant. No, uh, don't they talk about the longer that you're staying in your animal form, the more the more you become that animal. Yes. Okay. But I think that she's. It's not like she's staying like that for like a, a couple of days or anything. Twelve years. Twelve years cat like pedigree. Ah, oh, twelve years a cat. Twelve years a rat. <laughs> there you go. Aw. Then she became a rat. I tried to find information about the cat uh, that we see because we talked about pebbles when we saw Mrs. Mrs. Norris, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find any information about this cat. Oh, I know. It's really, it's a really beautiful cat. It's a marble tabby, I believe is what that's called. Because mm. of the it's a really pretty yeah. color. Yeah, it's like a silver. I in the tabby. book in the book, McGonagall has she still has like the shape of the glasses. Around yes, her around eyes. the eyes. Yeah, which I think is cute. My little, like, Funko Mystery Mini has that as well. The glass shape spot. It looks like the top of McGonagall's desk is a map. Do you see what I'm looking at? I do. It, it looks like a, map, like a map. But it doesn't look like... Well, I don't know. I don't. You don't get a good enough shot for me to... I want to no, know what no, this map really. is. I don't know. It doesn't look like a map of the inside I mean, of Hogwarts. There's a book in the way and and everything else, but I don't know why would she even have a map? I don't know. She does cartography on her. Is it a world map? It doesn't look like a world map. I'm not sure. Hmm. Interesting. The teachers have maps in classrooms. That makes. But usually on the wall. There's also on her. She's got like a leather bound notebook. And she's got an hourglass. Yep. I like and one single candle. One single candle. Uh, I have some information about the classrooms, but mostly about all the other professors. I couldn't find the exact location that McGonagall's classroom takes place. I think it's part of um, the Lecoq Abbey, which is in uh, a town in England called Lecoq, and. <laughs> It's a gothic, uh, a gothic 13th century, uh, it used to be an abbey, and then it was, like, someone's house, and it's been rebuilt and remodeled and, and had new additions placed on it for centuries, so that now it's this sort of eclectic, like, there's different pieces of the architecture from different time periods and different styles that sort of clash with each other, um, across the, the building, Mm -hmm. um, when we talk about Snape's classroom and then we see Quirrell next week... Um, I'll be able to talk about the specific rooms that they're in, but this one didn't have a name. Or they didn't mention, like, what part of the, the Abbey this was. 
Oh, so no specifics on one. Nope, no specifics. I wanted a lot. I there wasn't a lot of uh, detail about about this particular part, but you know, so we see Ron and Harry come bursting into the room because they're late, and and they just see the cat sitting on the on the <laughs> just sitting on the desk, just sitting on the desk. McGonagall has two globes. She does have two globes. On either side of her desk. Maybe one globe is marked with all of the uh, muggle stuff. And the other one's marked with all the wizard and witch's stuff? Yes. Okay. Can you accept that? I can accept that, I okay. guess. I love... I love Rupert Grint's delivery of the line. Like, can you imagine the look on McGonagall's face if we were late? on the look on old McGonagall's face. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if my subtitles are correct because oh. there are a couple moments where there are quite... lines that aren't, aren't, don't quite link up. I feel like he said "old," like "o l." Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you imagine the look on old McGonagall's face if we were late? That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, it just happened. Okay. Um, and then, of course, McGonagall leaps off the... I love this motion of, like, McGonagall the cat leaping off of the the, the, the desk. desk and turning into McGonagall, like, midair. Mid, mid. Because last time, last time we just saw the shadow change. Yeah, you didn't see anything. And so this time we actually get to see her, like, grow out of the shape of the cat. Yep. No glasses. Does no McGonagall glasses. ever wear glasses? I think they're more used for like reading glasses. Like you don't see her some, you see her have them sometimes, but not constantly. Oh, actually, she, no, she does have glasses. They're just really low on her nose, and I didn't see them. Wait, wait, was she wearing glasses a second ago? Like, was, was that, that just two cuts? Let's see that frame. I'm gonna go back. We're we're literally at the last like two seconds for anyone who's following along of the. Um, of the minute here. And it looks like McGonagall is not wearing glasses when she jumps off the table, and then she is wearing when glasses she when she turns to face, to face the kids. Yeah, she's definitely not wearing glasses right now. Yeah, there. there's no glasses on her face. And, and then, then she turns, boom, and glasses. she's wearing glasses as she looks down at Ron. I like Harry's mouth just hanging open. Because you just saw someone, or you just saw a cat turn into a person. Turn it, not not any person either, but like, like Professor teacher. McGonagall, like so he's like, oh, oh holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> what just happened? It's kind of amazing. And Ron says that was bloody brilliant, and that's the very end of the minute because bloody, bloody, bloody brilliant. English line. Yeah, I'm into it. Right? I, I kind of like much better than a, an American slang sometimes. Sure. Right. I think that was everything I had for this minute. It was kind of a short minute. Right? A lot of, you know, the whole, all the minutes this week. I mean, they're always the same have, length. That's true. But, but they're going to, there's, there's less or more to talk about depending on how much content is actually in that minute. Yeah, it's really interesting how many, we, we do have some, there are long stretches of things happening, but there's no dialogue, there's no, there's not a lot to dig from. Right. I don't know. We'll get into that later this week. But, you know, we spent half of this minute watching Harry stare out a window. Yeah. With not a word, not a thought. No. 
Pet and Gizmo. And that's it. I love that that face that Harry makes. It's so funny. <laughs> his mouth all is hanging open. Oh, it makes me really happy. He's impressed. He's very impressed. I th- this is the the coolest magic that he's seen so far. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because like, well, I don't know, food appearing. He looked pretty impressed with the food appearing suddenly last week. But this is like a whole other level. This is a person changing into something else. There's a lot of different I mean, of course there's there's different subject. There's a lot of different types of magic. I like the way that that um that JK Rowling splits the classes up. You know, choosing to break them up into like subjects depending on like what one witch or other is like proficient at because of the differences in like wizardry across different types of um myth and story right right huh yeah yeah well yeah because like we were discussing how they do the classes before because of how many hours are in a day like how long is a school day and you know what else and i can imagine did the classrooms themselves don't move obviously they're yeah. in the same place so whether you're a gryffindor ravenclaw hufflepuff you have to go here this there and it's and it's all the, those houses together yeah. in a class it just matters if you're a first year exactly second year third year whatever like this is obviously a first year transfiguration mm-hmm. but i mean i i like the way that you know because in a lot of stories that contain magic um i feel like magic is sort of i don't want to say willy-nilly but like, I don't know, in some of them, there are incantations that do different things, but there's no distinction between like the subject of it. Like how here we have potions, charms, transfiguration, divination, like they're broken up into different, into different pieces in a way that I find really interesting. Right. Because I don't think that that distinction is made in a lot of other media. I mean, I know that okay. like Skyrim, you go to the College of Winterhold, and there's different types of either destruction and restoration and conjuration and illusion or whatever. And in um, I guess in in uh, Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, mm. there's different types of classes there as well. But I can't think of yes, anything predating this that broke it up that way beyond like alchemy and astrology and like you know. People talk about like charms and jinxes and but it's all just sort of wand waving. There's not a clear distinction. It's not like one has to study like one subject and is more adapt in one area than in another right. or whatever. Like oh, you if you learn. have magic, you can learn everything. You just you yeah. can do everything. Right. You I think I think it just certain things take more proficiency. When I than yeah, others. when I think of when I think of magic in like the Lord of the Rings, I don't think that like there's a type of magic that Dumbledore, or Dumbledore, that Gandalf is better at than, than Saruman. Like, sh- or Radag- the- well, Radagast obviously has an affinity for animals, but that's from The Hobbit. Yeah. Well, just like, okay, so for, for, for their, their universe, you have transfiguration, and sure, everybody can learn transfiguration, but not everybody is necessarily going to be great at it. Not everyone's going to be an animagi. Exactly. And, you know, anyone can learn to brew potions, but not everyone is going to be as good as the Half-Blood Prince who rewrote the book himself. 
yeah like like that takes a different type of proficiency mm-hmm. uh you know it's just all differences like whereas sure, i you feel learn like, it all but you still have i to feel like in the in the in the time of like wizards like merlin i don't think there was any limit to his power i think he could do whatever the hell he wanted do we ever see him like fail many. to do something yeah yeah I don't know. I think it's just interesting the way she decided to break up the types of magic system. Even though we don't get like a a method behind how the magic system works, is just kind of the there end. is some care taken into like where you learn what mm-hmm. or what what um I don't know. Lumos is probably a charm, right? Like I'm thinking a lot of the spells, most of the spells we see characters use are probably charms. What Alohomora is probably a charm. What signifies something as a charm? I think I think what I would classify as a charm is something where you actually like. I don't know. Well, I would say that any anything that you like wave a wand for an incantation to produce an effect. Um, but I think that you know it depends on the the way you're going to or the way it's used. Like I don't think that you're Harry didn't learn. Um, expecto patronum in a charms class, right? Because it's a defensive spell, right? Protego is a defensive spell. You'd probably do that in Defense Against the Dark Arts too. That's like a shielding spell. Um, how to repel bog arts, things like that. Whereas I think a charm would be like Alahamora, Wingardium Leviosa, um, things like Defendo, which cuts things and. And something that just does something. Inflammare. Like. It's, it's not like something to defend you, your person, like you're in danger. Yeah. Which is definitely what defends against the dark arts. Is but what about general. like, um, like Petrificus Totalis or like the leg, uh, the, um, the jelly legs jinx or like things like that. Like where do kids learn those? Do you think those are just things that are found in books? Like there's probably not classes for how to, how to do that. Right. I think Harry and Dumbledore's army teaches some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that they picked those up from a class. I don't think Flitwick taught, taught anyone that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. We actually don't get a lot of... Um, we actually don't get any of McGonagall's class. Yeah, yeah, you don't see her teaching anything or teaching no. them anything in this moment here. In this movie. In this movie. Yeah, in this whole movie you don't see her class. Yeah, in the book, uh, I think that Hermione turns, or their their class, the first class, they're turning match matches into needles. And Hermione's the only yeah, one that like, she, yeah. turns it kind of silvery. It's something like that, yeah. Because it, it gradually, as they talk about the classes of the book, they get it, it more and more bigger. difficult. Yeah, like to a bigger I think, thing is it, and more it's difficulty. In, is it in the next movie that Ron turns Scabbers into a cup? Yeah, they have to turn a rat or a Bowser into a cup. Yeah. Uh, are you sure that wasn't in the first book at some point? Like just later on, or is that? I don't know. It doesn't happen book? in this. I, I know it doesn't happen in this movie. No, no. Um, I don't know. Still, it's funny. It is funny. Mm. Poor Scabbers. <laughs> poor Peter. He's no a poor mouse Peter. That's a Ugh. cup. How? How? What? No. What's your perception of the world when you're a mouse that's a cup? A rat that's a cup. Um, we can talk about that when that happens. 
You're a cop. Like, for one, you can't move. That's you're devastating. Just kinda, you're just sitting there. Like, oh no, what the hell's happening to me? You're like, can okay. you even think? Where's your brain? He he squeaks. Scabber squeaks. But he's been a mouse for 12 years. That's his excuse. I think we're done with this minute. I think so. Think <laughs> okay. We've milked it as much as we can. We tried. We tried. We tried. Join us tomorrow for Minute 52 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. You can find us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute. And you can join our Facebook Listener Society, uh, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army. Um, yeah. Join us tomorrow, Tuesday, for another minute of our show. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.